how empowered women empower the world to unity. Few women realize their true strength or their true empowerment, which is remarkable. It's sad to think that something happens before birth or could after birth or during the process of just being female. But all in all, there's an alarming amount of data that tells us that women are taught to be inferior. To make a quick point, let me ask you this simple question. And admittedly, this question may be harder for those who aren't Americans, but try it anyway. My question is this. When did the Equal Rights Amendment for women get passed? To offer you a quick refresher about the Equal Rights Amendment, it was introduced almost 100 years ago, 98 years ago to be exact. And the ERA was set forth to make women legal equals. So my question is simple. When did the Equal Rights Amendment for women get passed into law? A, 40 years ago. B, it never passed. C, it passed in the 1970s or 80s. D, in the last 10 years. E, it passed 75 years ago. Okay, so get committed. What's your guess? What's the answer? The question again is, when did the Equal Rights Amendment for Women get passed into law? A, 40 years ago. B, it never passed. C, it passed sometimes in the 1970s or 80s. D, in the last 10 years. Or E, it passed 75 years ago. Got an answer? Even though you have a 20% chance of getting the answer right, I'll still bet that 80% of you get it wrong. The answer is that the Equal Rights Amendment never passed. That means as of May 15th, 2021, there is no United States Constitution that honors women as equals, period. If you got the question correct, then I still bet that you have some pretty strong feelings that why your country still hasn't accepted your gender as female. I could offer endless other statistics that demonstrate that being born female doesn't have the same privilege as being male. But, you know, only the females tend to notice. Perhaps you may be thinking, I too, as a male, am in the minority. But don't give in to such thoughts. Truthfully, we all need to change that, not just males, but everybody. Being female does not mean you're a minority. That's impossible. <laughs> Let me help you with the math. One out of every two people on earth is female. That's 50%. So how can females be a minority if they equally populate the world as the other half? It's simple. If any woman continues to be taught and targeted and cultivated as a group to be disempowered and inferior, then she is then that's the likelihood of what all females become, small and insignificant. You know, inferiority isn't just a mindset either. It's all about how others engage and act with everyone who is female. Unfortunately, every female knows this conditioning starts early, and it's unthinkable to worse than unthinkable in terms of how separate and evil baby girls are treated, young women, and of course, adult females. To change any such conditioning, everyone has to be more accountable in our individual part of this disempowerment. This means both males or females. Everything that I've shared so far is to highlight this point, that empowered women empower the world to unity. Every one of you listening as a woman are empowered. 
Accepting this truth and privilege allows the light to flow through you that invites the whole world to become one. This message is for all females. And if you happen to be anything else but a woman, there's still a lot for you here too, perhaps even more so. So if you're male, don't turn off thinking that you've heard all this before because you're very likely to be surprised in what you'll discover. Open yourself to the truth that everyone is equal. But let's start with this simple understanding that every woman is equal. This will put your focus as a woman on your empowerment. Can I circle back to the Equal Rights Amendment as an example? If you don't remember what all the hubbub is about with regards to this amendment, let me simplify it. The entire message of the Equal Rights Amendment for Women and Other Marginalized Gingers says, quote, Equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. End quote. The two sections that follow the amendment are equally as simple. Quote, the Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article and that this amendment shall take place two years after the date of ratification. End quote. Well, let me simplify the Equal Rights Amendment even more so. Equality shall not be denied on account of sex. Now that's as simple as it comes. And to any logical person, I didn't even say spiritual, compassionate, or loving, did I? I just said that in logical consideration of the Equal Rights Amendment, it's very logical that women are legally equal. Hear me clearly because I didn't say that women should be legal equals. I said that women are legal equals. Your words, beliefs, ideas, and considerations are more important than you think that they are. But even more so is the energy behind them. If you're a woman, everything that I've said, you already know. But what you may not know, or I'll phrase that differently, what you may not remember is that you actually are empowered. Do you remember hearing something about Susan Boyle? I can hear you stretching your mind, trying to remember something about her, but maybe you've forgotten the details. Well, Susan Boyle was contestant number 432 on Britain's Got Talent, a reality TV show from a couple years ago. For a talent show, Susan came onto the stage at 47 years of age, looking more like a substitute teacher. Susan was dressed conservatively in a neat dress that easily could have come out of the 1950s. When Susan stepped out onto the stage, the first question that she was asked was, All right, what's your name, darling? Now, to be absolutely honest, I've heard Susan's edition several times before, but never did I hear the word darling so loudly as I did in preparing this message. So I really want you to tune in and hear that word for yourself, and I'm going to repeat it several times so you can really hear it. Hi, what's your name, darling? Hi, what's your name, darling? 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 So what do you think? Does Susan Boyle, being asked a question by a male judge, what's your name, darling, ring in your ears at all? Well, it should. Let's go further and listen in again to the unemployed Susan Boyles offering the world a first peek at her talents at a tender age of 47 years of age. Hi, what's your name, darling? My name is Susan Boyle. Okay, uh, Susan, and where are you from? 
I am from Blackburn near Bathgate, West Lothian. It's a big town. It's a sort of collection of... It's a collection of... Uh, villages. I had to think there. And how old are you, Susan? I am 47. <laughs> and that's just one side of me. Okay, what's the dream? I, I'm trying to be a professional singer. And why hasn't it worked out so far, Susan? Well, I've never been given the chance before, but here's hoping it'll change. Okay, and who would you like to be as successful as? Elaine Page. Elaine Page. Like what are you going to sing tonight? I'm going to sing I Dreamed a Dream from the Miserables. Okay, big song. <laughs> yeah? Yes. If you're like me, while I heard the interview and the audition, my mind skipped over the idea that Susan Boyles is being called, as a grown woman, what's the word again? Darling. I think the reason that we skip over that word is because we all become enamored with Susan's gift. Her energy. That is empowerment. This is female empowerment, and it does create unity.
This is how empowered women empower the world to unity. Now, if your mind has jumped to thinking that you have to be a singer to empower others, <laughs> that's not the point at all. This is. I did some follow-up listening to the questions that the judges asked contestants of the TV shows Britain's Got Talent, America's Got Talent, X Factor, etc. And here's the results of my little bit of research. Now, bear in mind, I listened to about uh, 10 or so YouTube interviews. And I did hear the comment used twice by the same judge with two different women. And the terms that I heard was darling and sweetheart, both to women. If you're a man and you're having a hard time hearing this, thinking that sweetie or darling is no big deal, how many times have you been called sweetie as an adult? Does it ring in the ears now? It certainly does mine. I don't want any of us lost in the conditioning of disempowerment, but I do feel it's very, very important for you to become aware. If you're rolling your eyes at me because of a woman you really do understand, because you hear it all the time, don't you? I know that you do. But remember that empowered women don't need someone else's permission to be who you are. Empowered women, as they are, are powerful. That's you. This power, of course, isn't at all competitive. The competitive prospect only comes from the male energy. If you're thinking of males and females here as genders, let me assure you that male energy isn't limited to any gender. Think of the Chinese yin and yang. Of course, male and female energy can be in both genders. The energy of competition and unity are opposites, clearly. However, these two energies can be initiated and expressed by either gender, male or female. This is important because not all males exhibit competitive and separatist values of inequality. Everyone does. Sometimes the truth can make it harder. As you would think that every woman would support every other woman in their personal and collective empowerment. But this isn't true either. But when they do, it's magical. Let me give you an example that's very personal. My mom wasn't necessarily the best mom, but I deeply appreciate that she tried on many levels, and she did offer her boys some very valuable understanding in feminine empowerment. I've always been moved that my mom worked in Silicon Valley during the 1970s at Hewlett Packard, or HP. And you might be aware that HP is the same company that Steve Jobs, the founder of Apple Computer, that he admired so much for his innovation, creativity, and entrepreneurism. Hewlett Packard was ahead of their time because they hired women, such as my mom. Not many, mind you, but some. Mom wasn't a secretary. She worked in the highly technical field of computers from the very beginning, but she also worked in middle management without a formal business degree. Not easy. Not even today. Nonetheless, I remember mom having only one other female friend in the business. Mom's friend at HP was Jan. Jan, like my mom, was very bright and possessed extraordinary abilities because she too worked really hard for her position in middle management. For the record, Jan and my mom were paid considerably less than their male counterparts in the 1970s. And the only reason I remember is because I overheard their frustrations during a private lunch in my mom's kitchen on a Saturday in Redwood City. I can easily say that mom was an empowered woman. And even if Jan and my mom were only two women that worked in management at HP, 
it was more than enough. Because empowered women empower others. In fact, Carly Fiorina was one of the first female CEOs at HP to lead a Fortune Top 20 company. This came years and years later, but Carly was the first too. Empowered women transform the world, not because they are singers or businesswomen. Empowered women do so because they're absolutely unique and so natural that you may not even notice that they collaborate instead of competing. Empowered women empower unity. Let's dig into this. Women inspiring other women is one thing, but empowerment is completely different. Let me explain why. It's one thing to hear Susan Boyle sing and to feel the inspiration that she offers us, singing the song, I Dreamed a Dream. The song and the lyrics are inspirational, but what's empowering is hearing how Susan Boyles expresses them. Let me share with you, inspirationally, the lyrics from I Dreamed a Dream. Then I was young and unafraid, and dreams were made and used and wasted. There was no ransom to be paid, no song unsung, no wine untasted. But the tigers come at night with their voices soft as thunder as they tear your hope apart, as they turn your dream to shame. He slept a summer by my side. He filled my days with endless wonder. He took my childhood in his stride, but he was gone when autumn came. And I still dream he'll come to me, that we'll live the years together. But there are dreams that cannot be, and there are storms we cannot weather. I had a dream my life would be so different from this hell I've been living, so different now than what it seemed. Now life has killed the dream I dreamed. When you really get into the words of those lyrics, it can really take you into all kinds of different places. And truly, Inspiring lyrics and other attributes of inspiration can lift you to stand on your feet, that you're moved by something that vibrates deep, deep inside your soul. But empowerment is the expressing your soul in a way that doesn't apologize. It doesn't even hear the possible condemnation with the words from strangers like darling or sweetheart, because female empowerment is a deep, deep calling. Maybe this is why there has been such a fear with empowerment of women being seen or treated as equals. But let me ask you the question. How can female personal empowerment scare anybody? And of course, you know who it scares. The male side. But why? Why would anyone want to condone limit or constrain the female energy because of the feminine empowerment. Perhaps it's because they, the male energy, doesn't think that's something that they can control. And that attribute of control is something that they often try to create, of course, to constrain the female in its true empowerment. Do you remember Taylor Swift being sexually assaulted by the radio DJ in Denver? This incident happened while Taylor was taking a photo shoot 
some eight years ago with seven witnesses and a photo to prove it as the DJ, Jackson Mueller, lifted her skirt and grabbed her bare bottom. If you're listening to this, but you want to see the actual picture, go to my website and see it there because you're going to actually see a picture of Taylor with Jackson Mueller grabbing her ass. If you recall, Taylor's only purpose in taking legal action against Mr. Mueller was to countersue her abuser and to present this message, and I quote, My hope is to help those voices that should also be heard, end quote, by Taylor Swift. That's really quite a sentence. It doesn't talk about me at all. In fact, if you read the historical account, she countersued her abuser for a dollar. So it wasn't about money. It was about making this statement, the statement of empowerment. And the statement is very inclusive. This is a statement of unity. And it's also a call to action that the old ways of grabbing someone's ass, calling them sweetie or darling in any condition is ending. But it can only truly end when everyone, especially females, stand in their individual and collective empowerment. There's a whole culture to change, not just ass-grabbing DJs, but the entire system. Passing the Equal Rights Amendment is a long overdue start. In our justice system, we first had Sandra Day O'Connor being the first female Supreme Court justice. Then came Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who said many things about feminine equality. Listen to this quote. Women will have achieved true equality when men share with them the responsibility of bringing up the next generation, end quote. If you're a woman or even a man and you're feeling inspired, I'm glad. But look at the wisdom of Ruth Bader Ginsburg's statement. It can appear to be confrontational, like the other quote, I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask is that our brethren will take their feet off of our necks. Again, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But go further, and you'll see that Ruth's first quote is asking men to share the responsibility of bringing up the next generation. It's really an invitation, an empowered invitation to unity, an invitation to all. Female empowerment is found within. It's not subject to opinion, romantic relationship, the law, Your female empowerment is found, again, within. If you find that there are times that you're in and that you're out of your feminine empowerment, please know that you're not the only one. You really don't understand how much that standing in your soul's calling empowers the world and even the universe. There's still way too much confusion and consideration in topics such as feminine self-worth and personal value when these ideals aren't even spiritually real. What I mean is that in the spiritual realm, there's no such term or word or concept such as self-worth and personal value. Not at all. So a negative self-worth or the idea of a negative self-worth, conditional love, are absolutely foreign concepts to source and the universe because it's the complete opposite of empowerment. Being empowered is being strong, but not always found in a face-to-face confrontation kind of a way. In fact, the strongest aspects of empowerment are completely quiet. 
This energy originates in the divine feminine in the being state. This is the true nature of your empowerment, your feminine empowerment. This being energy. This being energy is nurturing and it understands the wisdom of mothering the next generation's children as much as it understands the need to unify and lead in nurturing the planet. Is it really so strange that we find Sweden's Greta Thunberg's expression, as the old soul that she is, that climate change is something that we should all be a part of, that we all must change? Again, isn't Greta's message a message of invitation, of empowerment based in unity? Greta isn't asking for your political vote. She's asking for you to join her to rebalance the planet. Greta's nurturing message is yet another call to humanity to find your voice so it can be heard, but not merely as a member of the choir, but in an energy of empowerment. She's calling on everyone, you, every voice, everyone as an equal to activate your empowerment so we can all act and create together. Isn't it a little funny for any of us to think that we don't create together logically, scientifically, economically, biologically, and you got it, spiritually, because everything is connected. How do you, as an empowered woman, empower the world? Consider these seven spiritually channeled steps. One, to see one's true self, you must choose the right reflection. Someone that doesn't appease you, but someone that's truthful with every word. Two, to understand the feminine, we suggest that you look at her nature. When she's empowered, everything works together in perfect balance and harmony. Three, feminine empowerment is not competitive, nor does it cost anything. Four, all love comes from the divine feminine, which is unlimited. This includes sexual expression, as it does creativity and spiritual and physical expression, understanding that all of these styles serve as one. Five, the divine feminine is never constrained by her mind and her endless possibilities because it is in this energy whereby all things are created through her. Six, feminine ways must be reevaluated to include all, not just the two predominant genders, male and female. Seven, being empowered in the divine feminine is being vulnerable, which really means without perceived ego. If you're interested in learning more about female empowerment and you want to attend an online class about how to step further into being an empowered woman, write me here. Go to the website, go to my page, contact me, and give me your interest. To summarize today in terms of what we've talked, how empowered women empower the world to unity, let me offer you these things to remember. 
Remember that any conditioning that you've grown up with as a woman isn't the same as discovering who you really are. You are empowered. Know that passing of the Equal Rights Amendment doesn't make you empowered, but if you're tired of taking a 100 years to be honored as equals, then contact your congresswoman or congressman or the ERA directly, and you can find those links here on my website. Being female is not a minority. That's impossible. Go beyond being called a darling or sweetheart and follow the empowerment of Susan Boyles in singing I Dreamed a Dream. Associate the the value of Carly Fiorona, Taylor Swift, and Greta Thunberg as expressed, empowered women who are vulnerably opening up to invite you to unity through their individual expressions. The seven channel steps to how empowered women empower the world to unity are. One, to see one's true self, you must choose someone or a reflection that is truthful with every word. Two, the empowered feminine brings all of nature together in perfect balance and harmony. Three, feminine empowerment is not competitive. It costs nothing. Four, all love comes from the divine feminine. This includes sexual expression, creativity, spiritual, and physical expression, all of these styles serving as one. Five, the divine feminine has endless possibilities because it is this energy whereby all things are created. Six, feminine ways must be reevaluated to include all, not just the two predominant genders, male and female. Seven, being empowered in the divine feminine is being vulnerable, which really means without perceived ego. And it is in this space that you are asked as the divine feminine that you are to step fully into your feminine empowerment and to express yourself so that the world really can come into a more unified space. Lastly, if you're interested in learning more about female empowerment and you want to attend an online class about how to step further into being an empowered woman, again, write me here. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.